0: of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now here's Pastor Dana.
1: Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I would once again like to thank you for joining me for Streams in the Desert Live, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is The Global Systemic Crisis, Part Two Questions and Answers. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we just come humbly before your throne. We thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you've yet to do. Lord, we ask that you'd open the ears of the hearers spiritually to receive that which you have prepared and ordained for this hour. Lord, we do not come in gloom and doom or fear, but in the glorious name of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who make all men ready for your glorious and victorious return. And we ask it all in the name of Jesus. And Lord, right now, we just also invite the Holy Spirit to permeate this broadcast with your anointing. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in these airwaves. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Well, folks, it's time for a little King James. In 2 Timothy 1, 1 through 11, the Apostle Paul says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God, the Father, and Jesus Christ, our Lord, I thank God whom I I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance the unframed faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois, And in thy mother, Eunice, and I am persuaded that is in thee also. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee, by the putting on of my hands. And here it is, folks, and this is what the theme for this broadcast is today. Verse number seven says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of sound mind, Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partakers of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Wherefore, unto I am appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. And with that said, folks, I'm sure that by now you have figured out that Pastor Tom is unable to be here with us in the studio today, and that being because he has a uh, business meeting that he could not abandon, though he may very well be calling in to chat with us as time progresses in the broadcast. Today our broadcast is a very exciting one. As many of you know, last week we brought you a topic titled, The Global Systemic Crisis. Well, due to the fact that we had so many questions and kind words regarding that broadcast, the Lord has prepared a part two to continue in this very eminent and urgent topic titled, The Global Systemic Crisis, Part 2, Questions and Answers. But before getting started with today's topic, I would just like to remind you folks that myself and Pastor Tom are guided by the indwelling power and anointing of the one and only true and living God's Holy Spirit. All that we present to you here each week has been inspired by the prompting of the Holy Spirit. We are not alarmist, conspiracy theory nuts, or merely preaching Preachers of gloom and doom. We are both born-again, blood-washed, spirit-filled Christians, which means, in short, that we belong to and are called by the Lord, Master, and only Savior of mankind, whose name is none other than Jesus Christ. We are called to preach the gospel, as well as to be watchmen on the wall to all that will hear spiritually what the Lord God is saying to mankind in this last hour just before the return of his one and only begotten son, Jesus Christ, in the rapture. For all those who have surrendered their hearts and lives to Jesus and have made him their Lord, Master, and Savior, these are the same that are walking in the spirit and not in the flesh and are ready, watching, and waiting for his imminent return. With that said, I would like to now present to you, our listeners, some of the kind words that we have received this past week because of last week's broadcast. Daniel from California wrote, almost cried when I heard the first five minutes. I am seeing overwhelming confirmation by followers of Christ. Daniel continued by saying, Christian relatives who I speak with once a year have told me that God has put it in their hearts to store canned goods. Maria of California said, you are 100% on target. Mark of Colorado wrote, you know something, it doesn't surprise me that these people, Bush and Robert Pastor and others, are looking at putting this nation down in a few months. I have been looking for this to happen for some time, and your program confirms the nearness of the event. Folks, I just want to say thanks to everyone that has given us kind and encouraging words, not only from the last broadcast, but from all of our broadcasts. Moving right along to our question concerning the last broadcast. We have many questions that were presented to us by a listener. Gary from Arizona wrote, "You mentioned the uncle of some man forget the names, uh, had called him about the suppo- uh, supposed crash of the economy in September, storing food and etc. You also said that this man had claimed prisons were being built in Alaska and throughout the United States." The one in Alaska was able to hold the one in Alaska was able to house 2 million prisoners and there were 1000 being built in other states is that correct? A prison to hold 2 million people would be the size of a rather large city. Could you please tell me where this is being constructed? And if 1000 prisons are being built in the continental US, that comes out to be 20 per state. Could you tell me where the 20 in Arizona are? I would certainly like to begin to check out the things that this things like this to confirm the claims this man made and that you have broadcast. Gary goes on to say one more question on the subject. What are these prison camps being built for and who are they being built for? You know what folks? I want to say thank you to Gary for these questions. And at the same time, I want to answer them, not only for Gary, but for all who have absolutely no idea as to how something like this and being so ominous and imminent could have ever slipped by them. Let us backtrack for a moment to refresh our minds and for the sake of those who may not have heard last week's broadcast. And let me read to you once again the posting from Saturday, March 29, 2008, that was posted on a website called We Do Not War Against Flesh and Blood by an ex-LAPD officer who calls himself LAPD 77, who wrote, September 2008, planned economic crash, hi all, This might be the last thing I ever post on here, but I need to warn you all. I have been with LAPD for a while and have learned a lot of things. One of them is to be a little independent. Don't put 100% faith in other humans to take care of you. And yes, that means the government too. Well, because things have gotten so bad in L.A., officers being shot at up to 39% in 2007, I decided to move to Idaho. And I love it, by the way. Anyway, what I'm going to say might shock you or even scare you, but please understand that fear does nothing but make things worse, kind of like stress. So instead of worrying, do something to fix it. Remember, there are no problems, only solutions. This morning, I got a call from my uncle, who is, a, who is very high in the military, and he told me to leave the city now. I hardly ever talked to him so he was unaware that I had already left LA. But he seemed very concerned but refused to tell me why. After about 20 minutes he told me the very basics. The first thing he said was to buy as much canned food and water as possible. The second was to stock up on ammo. I have already stacked up on ammo because I knew it would become very expensive later and in LA there was a one-year wait for 22 caliber bullets for my AR-15. But I was still very confused as to why his, he's calling out of the blue and telling me these things. Well, what he said next is something that American people aren't supposed to know. He told me that there is an actual plan as to when the economy will completely collapse, crash. As of right now, listen up folks, As of right now, he said it will happen in the middle of September of this year. That means 2008. Also, he said our government will crash in February of 2009. He said that Mexico and Canada will merge with us and that a new dollar or currency called the Amero is going to replace the dollar. But the most scary thing is what he told me he's been doing for the past couple of years. He's been overseeing the construction of prison camps, being built all throughout America. He said a private company called Halliburton is billing them. He told me that one camp in Alaska can hold 2 million people, and there's almost 1,000 camps in the USA, not including the ones underground. He also said that these uh, will be used when folks, they declare martial law. There are some more things, but I promised him I would never repeat them. But just knowing that this could even be possible makes me say to myself, why not buy extra 20 or 30 bucks of food I can store each time I go shopping? I had about two weeks worth because in California, you never know when the next big earthquake can hit. Not to mention the last year and a half we have been training on how to handle, catch this folks, food riots in L.A. By the way, the first step in the LAPD process is to stand back and observe crazy, huh? Well, use common sense, get what you can, because once everyone wakes up, it will be too late. LAPD ends his posting by saying, last but not least, why I believe him is because he is the same one that told me beforehand not to fly in August and September of 2001. Do I have to go on? Take care, everyone, and God bless. On that note, folks, I would once again just like to say that what he shared, this is how I found it. This posting I just shared from LAPD was discovered while I was researching another email that I received from a lady named Carol, who sends me a lot of great information. Here's an extended version of the article that Carol sent that sparked my fact-finding adventure. This article is dated March 15th. 2008, entitled, listen up to this article, folks, because this is the new part of the broadcast for this week, and it is so ultimately important. The title of this article is Closed Session of the U.S. House of Representatives, and I got news for you, this article has gone wild on the internet. It is everywhere. Special Closed Session of the U.S. House of Representatives Discussed a lot more than the pending security surveillance provisions. This was only the fourth time in 176 years that Cong- Congress had closed its doors to the public. What was it that they were discussing that they did not want us to know about? Word has begun leaking from last night's special closed door session. As I said, this is dated, uh, this was dated. Uh, March 15th, so it would have been a day or two before that. Word has begun leaking from last night's special closed door session of the United States House of Representatives. Not only did members discuss new surveillance provisions, as was the publicly stated reason for the closed door session, they also discussed, folks, number one, the imminent collapse of the U.S. economy to occur by September of 2008. There it is, folks. Number two, the imminent collapse of the US federal government's finances by February 2009. There it is again, folks. Number three, the possibility of civil war inside the United States as a result of the collapse. Number four, advanced roundups of insurgent US citizens likely to move against the government. And number five, the detention of those rounded up at REX or Rex 84 camps constructed throughout the USA. Number six, the possibility of retaliation against members of Congress for the collapse. Number seven, the location of safe facilities for members of Congress and their families to reside in during expected mass civil unrest. Number eight, the necessary and unavoidable merger of the United States with Canada for its natural resources and with Mexico for its cheap labor pool. Number nine, the issuance of a new currency, the Amero, for all three nations as the proposed solution to the coming economic Armageddon. Members of Congress were forbidden to reveal what was discussed. Several are so furious and concerned about the future of the country they have begun leaking information. Folks, before I go on to answer Gary's questions, I just want to say this. In Isaiah 54 17, the Lord God says, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. And in John 10, ten, the Lord Jesus Christ himself said, The thief come not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life. And that they might have it more abundantly. So we just need to keep our eyes on Jesus. We are not here spreading fear. We are here giving you the answer. Not only to Gary's question, but to each person's life and where they need to be with their walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Now on to Gary's very insightful and important question. Gary of Arizona wrote, you mentioned the uncle of some man, forgot the names, has called him, and about the supposed crash of the economy in September and storing food, etc. The answer to that question, Gary, is yes. The man is an ex-LAPD officer who goes by the name LAPD 77. You can put that in the internet. You can read this, what I have read to you that he wrote, your very own self. The uncle, which, he, uh, which called him, is a high-ranking person in the military as he stated in his uh, posting. Gary's question Uh, Gary's next question is, you also said that this man had claimed prisons were being built in Alaska and throughout the US. The one in Alaska was able to house two million prisoners and there were a thousand being built in other states. Is that correct? A prison to hold two million people would be the size of a rather large city. And my answer to you, Gary, and to all is yes, this is correct. One of the camps is outside Fairbanks, Alaska. It is noted as being a gigantic mental health facility and can indeed house approximately 2 million prisoners. Gary's next question is, if 1,000 prisons are being built in the continental U.S., that comes out to be 20 per state. Could you tell me where the 20 in Arizona are? The answer is this, Gary. Gary. There are over 100 primary and secondary concentration camps across U- the U.S. Each house each houses around 20,000 prisoners. The majority of these facilities have no prisoners, but are currently staffed by military personnel. The camps have railroad facilities as well as roads coming in and going out of them to get there. Did you ever wonder what uh, they were doing with all those closed military bases? Quite a few of those detention Quite a few of these detention or, for the lack of a better word, concentration camps are, yes, you got it, closed down military bases and are adjacent to airport facilities. Now on to part two of Gary's question as to where the location of these camps are in Arizona. Listen up, folks. Well, I gleaned information about the sites and some of the operations to be enforced from two sources. One is from a website I obtained, some of the information that I have shared here with you today, called mindfully.org. And the other being an excellent fact-based book that I have mentioned to you all before, called The World's Last Dictator, by Dwight L. Kenman, which I highly recommend that you students of prophecy obtain. Okay, here we go. The locations from mindfully.com are... Fort Huachuca, Arizona, 20 miles from Mexican border, 30 miles from Nogales uh, Rex 84 facility. Pinell County, Arizona, on the Gila River, World War II Japanese detention camp. Yuma County, Arizona, on the Colorado River, site of former Japanese detention camp near Proving Grounds. This site was completely removed in 1990, according to some reports. Phoenix, Arizona, federal prison satellite camp and the main federal facility which has been expanded. Florence, Arizona, on the site of the World War II prison camp, now renovated operational with staff and 400 prisoners, operational capacity of 3,500. And in Wickenburg, Arizona, where an airport is ready for conversion total capacity unknown. Davis-Monthan Air Force Base, Tucson, fully staffed and presently holding prisoners. Not to mention that in Sedona, Arizona, there is a site that is or possibly will be used as a UN base. Folks, the list goes on and on. There are FEMA, Rex 84 detention concentration camps located in at least 45 states in the U.S. There are also some located in Canada and don't forget about Guantanamo Bay, Cuba at the U.S. Marine Corps base which still houses some of the detainees and enemy combatants who were rounded up after 9-11 and is presently home to some 30,000 Marl Cubans and folks You remember the Kosovo War that ended in the summer of 1999? Well, guess what? Gitmo is still home to 40,000 Albanians. The total capacity of this facility is unknown. And last but not least, Gary's last question, which is a good one. He asks, what are these prison camps being built for? And the big question, who are they being built for? And the answer is, these FEMA Rex 84 detention concentration camps are being built and maintained under the guise of a place to house large numbers of illegal aliens or people of the U.S. displaced due to a large-scale natural disaster or terror attack such as 9-11. That all sounds real nice, but here is the real reason. Take note, folks, for the FEMA Rex 84 detention concentration camps. These camps will be put into action at the time these three following operations are implemented by the government. Folks, hear me. These are well-documented federal government operations, not a figment of my imagination, and are as follows. Operation Dragnet, which is authorized under Title II of the McCarran Act Under this act, the President of the United States, through one phone call, can suspend the Bill of Rights and from a computer in a secret location in Washington, D.C., can begin the printing of warrants for the names of at least a million people who pose a threat to the New World Order and government. I have heard of these lists, and I am sure that the names of people who are outspoken about the undercover workings of the shadow government, such as we are speaking about here today, are on them, if you get my drift. Then there is Operation Garden Plot, which is the program to control the population. In other words, to control those who would not agree with an overpowering one-world government as it becomes apparent to them through the implementation of such things as gun control and martial law. And last but in no way least, there is Operation Cable Splicer, which is the program for an orderly takeover of the state and local governments by the federal government, of whom FEMA is the executive arm of the coming police state and thus will head up all operations. The presidential uh, executive orders already listed on the Federal Register are also a part of the legal framework for this operation. Folks, I just wanna say something. We don't need to fear We just need to keep our eyes on Jesus. We do not need to fear. We just need to know that soon and very soon, you're going to need Jesus Christ as the Lord, Master, and Savior of your life and the indwelling power and anointing of God's Holy Spirit such as never before. In Matthew chapter 10, verse 28, Jesus himself said, Fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather fear him, which is God, folks, which is able to destroy both the soul and the body in hell. In Romans eight thirty five through thirty nine I want to, to give you this, and this is what Paul said as a comfort to us that follow the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And that is Romans eight thirty five through thirty nine, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation? Principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, folks. And here's the key, which is in Jesus Christ, or Christ Jesus our Lord. I want to pray for you, and then I'm going to open up the phone lines and I want to hear from you because I want to hear what you have to say. I really didn't know how much time I was going to have today to get this information out to you, being this is the first time I've been here on my own, but we got plenty of time. I'm going to open these phone lines and I want to hear from you folks. And I just want to pray first Father God, guide the minds and the spirit of your people as the time approaches. Lord, Make them strong in the power and indwelling of your Holy Spirit. Lord, without the power and indwelling of your Holy Spirit, we will not be able to stand. Lord, I ask that by the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit, that you would draw all men unto you and that their lives and minds and spirit would be lined up with you, prepared both physically, mentally, and especially spiritually to walk into eternity with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, on his imminent return in the rapture. Lord... I just love you and praise you, and we thank you for today and the time that you've given us to use these airwaves for your purpose, Lord. This is not a worldly purpose, Lord, and these are your words that have been ordained by you. And I pray that the people have seen and heard Jesus in all that's been said. And right now, if you've never given your heart to the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I ask, Lord, that each and every person that is within the hearing of my voice in this broadcast would not end this day without saying, Lord, where am I with you if they're walking with you? And Lord, I don't know who you are, and I don't have a personal relationship with you, but I would like to have one with you. And Lord, I know that the way to have it is to ask you, Lord Jesus, to forgive me of my sins, to receive me into your family. Holy Spirit, anoint me, move me in the way that you have prepared and ordained for this last hour that I might be strong and be able to stand in the time that is yet to come. For no mere man in this world will be able to stand without your anointing, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, for coming into my life. Thank you for receiving me. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. And I ask it all in the precious and holy name of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now we're going to open up the phone lines. And it looks like we are getting all heated up here. I've got people calling in already. So we're ready. And who's on the line today? God bless you.
0: Hi, Pastor Dana.
1: Hi. How uh, you doing, Pastor Tom?
0: This has been an awesome show. I've just been sitting here enjoying with a few of my uh Workmates here.
1: Praise the Lord.
0: uh, It has just been an awesome time of uh, fellowship and talking to them about the things that are going on here. And their mouths are hanging open going, I can't believe what we're
1: hearing. Isn't it awesome? Uh, the Lord has just really had such a great anointing uh, upon the broadcast today. And and uh, if you'll just stay with me for a little while here, and if we can get some other people to call in, it would be wonderful. Uh, I know that there are some people that said they would like to call in, so I'm going to try to keep Pastor Tom here on the line and and uh, go ahead and call in. And we're going to chat here and and talk about the things that are going on. And and you know, I didn't mention to you folks today that my sister Karen, she's in the she's in the booth with me today. She's in the studio with me today, and, and the Lord is really in here with us, and we are just so excited about what's taking place today, and we want to continue to answer your questions, so please call us with your questions, and we'll answer them, and if we don't have the answers, we will find them out, because uh, that's what we're here for.
0: And you know, Pastor Jane, this is just such an exciting time for to be able to share the Word of God with our coworkers and with our families and to be able to share the things that you're bringing here for Thank the you show tonight.
1: Thank and you. And
0: it's just a really awesome because I've been able to share things with, with the people right here at work that have been listening.
1: Yeah, well, so. and that is totally awesome. I mean, that's a blessing in itself to think that you have a, a, a whole uh, audience there with you. You know, and, that's neat. And
0: it, it, it's awesome. But you know, it's awesome that I could share Jesus. Amen. With them. Because that's the whole purpose of our ministry. That's right. To get the word of Jesus
1: that's out to right. the people. That's right. You know something, Pastor Tom? I, I want to share this with the people, and, and it's something you and I talked about. And it's kind of a side note, but it goes right along with what we've been talking about. You know, folks, get your pen and paper out because there is a, a website I want to give you. It's called A is an Apple, P is in Paul, F is in Friend, and N is in Nancy.org. APFN.org. This website is an exciting place to go and read and see pictures and watch videos concerning the things like the FEMA concentration camps and the RX-84 camps. Folks, here's a real sideline. This is awesome. You can also read on a website recommended by this site about how guillotines Yes, I said guillotines, are and have been since 1996 an acceptable form of death under the death penalty law right here in America in the state of Georgia under the Georgia bill, House bill. Look it up for yourself, folks. Georgia House bill, so it's Georgia HB 1274. This way of uh, death was brought in, so for... uh, Prisoners who wanted to donate their bodies to science would be able to have their organs still living by the time that they died, that they would not die a death that destroys the organs of the body. Guess what, folks? That's really being put into place for some other reason. What do you think, Pastor Tom?
0: Amen. You know, when I found that on there, it just my mouth hit the ground thinking that this is, this is biblical coming right off the pages of the Bible. But, you know, I want to emphasize once again here to our listeners that, you know, I know you said at the beginning that we are a Bible-based ministry. Amen. We research these things on the Internet. Not everything you read on the Internet is true.
1: That's right.
0: You have to use the the guidance of the Holy Spirit to be able to discern what is right. And you have to be able to find it and confirm it many different ways. And I know... That you have gone through and and researched, and I've seen you up for hours at night researching and looking up things. So, you know, our listeners, don't believe what we tell you. Don't believe. Amen. Find it for yourself. That's right, it's there. To go and search out His Word. Amen. We need to go and search His Word out. That's right. We can present it to others that they can be warned, and they can have the Word for them.
1: Folks, call in and and chat with us and uh, give us, uh, you know, there's been a lot of people uh, that uh, have contacted Pastor Tom and I this week and told us about articles that people are sending them that have lined up exactly with what we're saying. There's been people uh, on, you know, I actually, I found some contacts on YouTube and it was really a, a new experience for me that how the Lord can use anything. I mean, I found people on YouTube that were making videos, here we are on the airwaves and the radio but these people are on youtube and they're saying exactly and these people are christians folks these are not just some people out there wacko these people are saying exactly what we've said here today from a biblical point of view and you know it's been a real awesome experience to meet some new people uh, that are brothers and sisters in the Lord from other places in the United States. Uh, a lady thinks that she uh, found me accidentally and called me on the phone. But, you know, it was no accident. With God, there are no accidents. And this lady is from uh, another state. And, you know, Pastor Tom, you don't even know this yet. But this lady was a contender, as in gymnastics, in the 1980 Olympics for Brazil. Oh. And her and her husband own a, a health uh Uh, club in uh, another state. And, you know, I'm just so honored to know that the Lord brought that lady to us. She thinks by accident, and it did sound like it was purely accident, but we know with the Lord there are no accidents.
0: Amen. You know, these are people that are out there, and they're seeking. They're ones that want to know. They want to know what the Lord has prepared for us and when you seek and you truly seek the word of the Lord, he will reveal himself
1: Amen. in ways
0: that we have no idea. And he will give us, the people, to reveal it for us and to confirm it for us.
1: Amen. And that's what's important. You know, we can say a lot of things, and now we, we never have an issue with the word of God because... The Lord said it, that settles it. We know that His Word is true. But when we do try to bring the things that tie into His Word that are the headlines of our daily news from the world, people want to really know that this is coming from God. And He is able, through His Spirit, to connect with their spirit and to show them how what is being said is a witness in His Holy Spirit. And you know, Pastor Ben,
0: when you said that, it just brought to memory that, you know, it's amazing that when we do these shows and these broadcasts every week, we bring something from the Word of God and something from the news, how it ties in. But you know something that's really interesting is that each week, that throughout that next week, we hear something, someone preaching, mm-hmm. something to do with that last broadcast.
1: Amen. That's, and that's for sure. Our confirmation.
0: That's right. Oh, man. It's just, it's really awesome when you hear other people preaching the same thing that we've just brought
1: exactly I mean uh, just before I left the house there was somebody who wrote me an email and said that a certain TV preacher was confirming everything that we have said in this last week somebody sent me an email this morning talking about the uh, Rex 84 concentration camps that they received this note uh, back on April 14th and so you know that was even before our last broadcast so boy just think of how that it really hit home for that person when they're hearing this broadcast last week uh, and this week and, and why
0: are we surprised there is only one spirit amen there is only one spirit that speaks to all
1: of us amen so the holy spirit an
0: awesome thing to be be a, a vessel that can be used by the holy spirit
1: amen that is so true now you know there are other spirits that we do have to be careful of the Lord said that there are lying spirits out there that there are false spirits that there's false spirits of religiosity there's all kinds of spirits to listen to but I'll tell you what you get a good feeling in your spirit and you get an uh, acknowledgement from the Lord that it is his spirit that is talking to you when it is him there are many voices out there but there's only one God with one only begotten son who is Jesus Christ the only way to heaven who said I am the way the truth and the life, and no man comes unto the Father except by me. And there is one Holy Spirit of God that comes to uh, focus us on that fact that Amen. we need Jesus.
0: Amen. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father but by Him.
1: Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Folks, we haven't heard from you. Our number today is 602 296. 3632. Maybe that's why. <laughs> uh, Pastor Tom, I don't think I gave the phone number. I wasn't there. To 602. Give the phone <laughs> exactly. See how off base I am? The phone number is 602 296 3632. Everybody's screaming at the top of their lungs from all over the world. I could actually hear them. I'm telling you, in my spirit, they're going, You didn't give us the phone number. But We'd love to call.
0: You know, if it can't get through to us on the, the broadcast, email
1: us please email us get on the
0: website yes and it's www.streamaz.org go on
1: you know what pastor tom yeah finally give the phone number now somebody's calling oh well, praise god wouldn't that uh, that's awesome huh <laughs> okay let's see if we can go to that person and uh let's see uh, pastor tom we're gonna have to change okay gears oh, here so go let's go to that person hello do we have someone on the line Hello.
0: I hey, do you have somebody there? Or?
1: Uh, well, it looks oh. like we may have lost them. Hello.
2: No, I'm here. Oh, hello. Hey, Pastor Dana, this is Danny, uh, Vision Victory from YouTube. Oh, hey, Danny,
1: you how you doing?
2: I'm good. I'm 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 enjoying your radio show and I'm so glad you put the phone number out. I just emailed you. Oh, because, oh. because uh when you call the phone room on the website, it just gives you to, like, their main staffing directory of the, of the radio.
1: Gotcha. Sorry about that. I mean, I, I would have loved to heard from so many more people. I can't believe, you know, the Lord has a purpose for everything, but you know what, Danny, I'm glad that you got through, and could you share with us just for a couple of minutes until uh, the end of the show, maybe here, uh, as far as uh, what the Lord's been speaking to you about through everything that you've been hearing recently?
2: Well, I'm just getting overwhelming confirmation, and um you know, like I told you uh, earlier uh, this week or last week that um, your your radio show last week was just like, it brought me to tears because it was an overwhelming confirmation on what's been happening. Uh, I've been talking to Christians, and I'm talking about followers of Christ, Amen. Who, who I don't talk to, you know, once a year, once or twice a year, and, and they're telling me that not only are, is God putting it on, on them to, to, to store canned goods, but other Christians... And then one one of them said that they had had it on their heart, it was my cousin that to put store canned goods and she hadn't. And then a friend of hers owed her some money and instead of paying her, they paid her in canned goods.
1: Amen. Amen. That sounds and, like a good deal.
2: And and uh and it was amazing. And um you know, so it's just all coming together. Um, for me I have another pastor friend who who, who also has, you know, a prophetic gifts and uh you know, he's seen this thing this thing laid out, and um, it's just amazing how many people are, um, you know, coming to this conclusion, not only Christians, but even non-Christians.
1: You're right. Um, and you know what, Danny? I hate to cut you short because I wish I could have had you call in earlier. And you know what? There's always next week unless the Lord comes. But I am running late, and i got to get going here. Pastor Tom?
2: Yes. Can I have a quick question for next Sh- week? Sure. Can you, can, you, can you let us know what your thoughts on Iran next week?
1: Okay, we'll see what what the Lord brings up. God bless you. God bless you. Okay, folks, it appears that we're all out of time for today. Please be sure to join us next Tuesday at 4 p.m. This is Pastor Dana. And Pastor Tom. Of Streams in the Desert Live saying so long for now. And there again, if you like what you're hearing, please, folks, consider sending a love offering to keep Streams in the Desert Live radio ministry on the air. Our mailing address is 75- 58 west thunderbird road contact us through our website at streamsaz.org may the lord bless thee and keep thee the lord make his face to shine upon thee and keep and be gracious unto thee the lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace until we meet again next tuesday god bless you
0: Well, folks, that's all the time we have for today. Please be sure to join us next Tuesday on KXXT 1010 AM Family Values Radio at 4 p.m. for Streams in the Desert Live when we will once again examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Pastor Dan and myself, thank you for listening, for your calls, for your emails, and always for your generous love offerings in support of the radio broadcast. You may also visit us at our website, streamsaz.org, or email us at streamsaz.org with questions and topics to be discussed on future shows. Much love in Jesus to each and every one of you, and may the peace of the Lord Jesus be with you all till we meet again. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?